Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
come up this morning I hear my children laughing as they play The trees start singing without warning It's gonna be a wonderful day You know I got no patience for complaining To stop and quetch about all the bills I have to pay Cause even when there should be sunshine but it's raining My feet will dance me to the kretschma anyway So many smiles The blessings they're coming But you keep on running Just sound and sing
Ну, Ей-богу, давай!
JM and the AM with Yehuda Green, Yibana Hamikdash. Pretty amazing. There he is, Yehuda Green, Yibana HaMikdash. Vizakenu done by Micha Gammerman. You heard Benny Friedman in there. Charasha. Sheves Achim, that was uh, Sameach. Yerushalayim from Avremo, Avram Freed. Eitan Katz and Kumi Roni off the brand new live in Jerusalem, volume number two. And of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a Tuesday on this February the 18th, day 23 in the month of Shvat. Good morning, everybody. The year 5780, Tufshin uh, Pei. 40 degrees here in New York, 62% humidity, winds in northeast and 9 miles per hour. Showers today with a high of 50 than tonight. Showers early and a low of 39. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature, 44 degrees. 57 right now in Yushalayim. We're at 40 in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. 6.33 in the morning, the Yeshua University men's basketball team, the Maccabees, they go for a 23 straight tonight against Old Westbury on the road. Their next and final home game of the season is this coming Saturday night, and then the playoffs start next week. So uh, we are rooting for and certainly following very closely Yeshiva University men's basketball. The Maccabees making us very proud. And we will... Uh, Give you an update tomorrow morning here at JM in the AM. So, um, if you want to comment on the app, go to the NSN Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Listener Ellie just commented that he voted for slate number four. Good choice in the uh, WZO elections or WZC, right? More accurately. Uh, I hope the registration fee, he says, will cover me if it goes to a second, third, or fourth election. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't anticipate that happening. <laughs> Although it's a pretty funny line, I don't anticipate that happening. But uh, you're prepared. <laughs> you got the registration fee in. You voted for slate number four, and that's all we ask of all of our listeners. We're on slate number four. Make sure to go to voteoic.org. Voteoic.org. It's slate number four. Did you want to make sure to vote for in the current WZC elections? Please keep in mind Shulamis Khana Basmatel having surgery today. Shulamis Khana Basmatel. And um, your help with that, of course, is uh, greatly appreciated. Well, last night, an amazing and incredible wedding. I've been to a lot of weddings <laughs> and uh, many recently, but this one was simply off the charts. And I take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to the Friedman and Fromer families. Uh, Shlomo and um, Shana Gittel were married last night. First of all, uh, Aaron Teitelbaum 
and uh, Yisrael Lamb and Ohad and Shmuley Unger and the entire orchestra. Uh, just an incredible and amazing performance. One of the most uh, Hartzig and uh, Hamish Achuppas I have heard in in quite a while. Ohad was just completely off the charts. And it was such an amazing celebration. Uh, in addition, by the way, before the Hassan and Kala even came out during the reception, uh, there was a special medley uh, dedicated to um, uh, Devorah and Matis and the uh, uh, the Friedman family that Ohad performed and that Yisrael Lamb essentially arranged. And uh, the maestro himself conducted it, and it was just uh, amazing, absolutely incredible. And that was a fantastic moment. There were a lot of great moments. And um, uh, the chasana, the wedding, which was at the uh, Meadowlands Hilton, was among the most um, labadic you have ever, ever seen and experienced. Just incredible. So I take this opportunity to wish um, Matis and Devorah Friedman and the entire Friedman and Fromer families a very special mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. And um, uh, the Friedmans, and and by the way, that was not the first time this week <laughs> that I cited a simcha for the Friedman family because uh, they were uh, they were certainly uh, cited and noted and lauded for their participation in the um, in the Shasathon, uh, the Atime Shasathon that took place on Sunday, and I had the honor of uh, recognizing uh, Matis and Shlomo and the entire family. Um, uh, during that uh, presentation, uh, which was really, uh, really amazing and special. Got a tremendous reaction from everybody there. And then, of course, last night, the Simcha continued with the incredible chasana of Shlomo and Deshana Gittel. So all in all, a couple of amazing days, Baruch Hashem, B'li'ayin Hara, a couple of amazing days for the Friedman family. And we wish them a very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at JMNAM. May they have the strength to continue their incredible chesed on behalf of uh, so many uh, in our community, both uh, locally and worldwide. JM in the AM Tuesday as we continue. Thanks so much for tuning in. Plenty to do today. Got our Yeshiva League sports update and plenty more happening. It's all a part of our Tuesday presentation. So stick with us, as we say, and uh, get ready for some uh, amazing music and more here at JM in the AM. Matt Dubb is next at JM in the AM.
שקשה, והלילה לילה ארוך, עם הלב כואב ובוכה, אתה לא רואה את הסוף, ונופל למטה נופל, לא יודע איך לעלות, ושואל את כולם שואל, מי יודע מה לענות? ילד, חפש את פאפה, הכל אצל Thank 
J.M. in the A.M. with Safam here on a, a Tuesday morning broadcast. Lipa before that. J.M. in the A.M., good morning, everybody. It's a Tuesday. We're heading uh, back to school and back to work for a lot of places. Yeah, a lot of schools were off yesterday. A lot of places of work were off yesterday. President's Day. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you want to sponsor part or all of a J.M. in the A.M. broadcast in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, whatever the case may be, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. And you could do that. A reminder from our friends at Art Scroll that this week, the Ein Yaakov Brachos Volume 2 and Tosvos Brachos Volume 2 are available at a 20% discount if you use promo code radio. Go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Always use promo code radio. Right now, it's good for 10% site wide. But this week, the Ein Yaakov Brachos Volume 2 and Tosvos Brachos Volume 2 available at 20% off. If you use promo code radio, go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Enjoy the shopping experience, and don't forget to use promo code radio. A reminder from all of us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Tuesday morning broadcast, JM and the AM, as we continue here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Shmei, 
Tuesday morning, it's Jam in the AM with Diaspora. I love that song. It's called The Zion Mountain is Real. That is the official song, the official name of that one. Zusha before that with Iskadel. Yiram done by Safam. Lipa had Yigdal. 40 degrees, showers, and a high temperature of 50. Don't forget to vote OIC. Go to uh, voteoic.org. Vote slate number four in the um, World Zionist Congress election. Again, go to slate. No, go to voteoic.org and go to slate number four. Slate number four is what you want to vote for. That's the slate that we're on in the uh, in the uh, World Zionist Congress elections. And make sure to take care of that ASAP. That vote, that election ends on March the 11th. So you want to do that as soon as possible. If you missed Kosher Halftime Show 2020, of course, go to our uh, homepage at NahumSiegel.com. You can check it out, Kosher Halftime Show 2020. would be a good time for you to... Uh, to check out what is uh, being regarded as amazing content on video for the Jewish world. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at NahumSiegel.com and the NahumSiegel Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galitza on the background to our news from Israel coming up. Galitza, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Toe from JMM. Galeital Mirushalaim Hashash Taim. Shalobrav, Kanehud Graf, in Mashekoreach Shav. Roshamim Shalabin Yamine Tanyao Mitrajevet Elamir Ivgi. בחדשות 13 וקרה, יש לפרסם את כל החומרים לפני הבחירות. אשכנזי צריך להסתיר לציבור את מה שהוא עשה. לא הכל נבדק, לא הכל נראה. יש שם הקלטות חדשות. אני שמעתי דברים חדשים שלא הייתי מודע להם, לא כראש ממשלה. אם אין, לא נפל רבב במעשיו של אשכנזי ושל אף אחד אחר. יואילו בבקשה לפרסם עכשיו את כל החומרים הללו לפני הבחירות. על רקע הדיווחים בתקשורת הסורית כי ישראל תקפה בשבוע שעבר בדמשק, שר הביטחון נפתלי בנט טוען, איראן מחשבת מסלול מחדש בסוריה. מדברי שר הביטחון הביא כתבנו הצבאי צחי דבוש. שר החינוך רפי פרץ הורה לזמן לבירור עובדת במשרד החינוך שהשליכה תפוח לעבר ראש הממשלה נתניהו בכינוס בחירות. מדווח כתבנו לענייני חינוך דורון קדוש. בריניס זהבה בק, מורה במוסד חינוכי במרכז הארץ, השליכה בסוף השבוע תפוח לעבר ראש הממשלה נתניהו במהלך כנס בחירות בנתניה ובהמשך גם השוותה אותו להיטלר. במשרד החינוך קבעו כי מעשה חמורים מאוד, פסולים ומגונים. שר החינוך רפי פרץ אמר כי המורה חצתה קו אדום והורה לזמן אותה לבירור בהקדם. 
עשרה נערים שעברו התעללות מינית קשה בילדותם בתלמוד תורה של חסידות בלז, תובעים מיליוני שקלים מהמורים שפגעו בהם. עורך הדין גיורא אבן צור, המייצג אותם, סיפר ליעל דן על ההתעללות המזעזעת. איך יכול להיות שבמשך שנים מתבצעים בבית הספר הזה מעשה זוועה? אני מתנצל על הביטוי הנורא שאני אומר עכשיו, אבל הילדים עצמם, הם קראו לבית הספר הזה ברגן בלזן. הם היום בני 18 עד 20, והם מדברים עליו והם פוחדים להגיד את השם שלו. את הפרטים הביא לראשונה כתבנו לענייני משפט יובל הראל. מזג האוויר, עלייה בטמפרטורות בעיקר במרכז הארץ ובדרומה, והן תהיינה רגילות לעונה. בהרי הצפון והמרכז תנשבנה רוחות מזרחיות ערות. משעות אחר הצהריים צפוי גשם מקומי מלווה בסופות רעמים יחידות, בעיקר בצפון הארץ ובמזרחה. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
כל יום הוא ברכה, רק צריך את המחשבה. השם לי נותן רק טובה. כל יום שאני חי זה חסד עד בלי די וגם מיום קשה ממש לא משנה כל יום ברכה רצת את המחשבה השם לי נותן רק טובה כל יום שאני חי זה חסד עד בלי די וגם מיום קשה ממש לא משנה אני מודה לך כי נאה בך Oh, my God. 
J.M. and the A.M. Slimy Gertner. Nachas before that with uh, Matana. You heard the Yeshiva boys open up the hour. 18 minutes after 7 o'clock. Should we do our Yeshiva League sports update now or wait for one more song? Maybe we'll wait for one more song. Then we'll get to our Yeshiva League sports update coming up. It's playoff season, boy. It's a, it's a hot and heavy playoff season in Yeshiva League. Basketball, hockey, etc. We'll have it all for you with Elliot Weiselberg next here at JM in the AM. Mendy Piamenta with Yesh Khan. You are listening to JM in the AM. Finally got me to realize How lucky we are Raise your cup, raise Hashem From the depths of your heart And I know, and I know that for me It will grow like it did before Look around everyone here They came for you The joy of the wedding took over the town Dancing like no one's around Feet on the ground, head to the sky To now we're not wasting our time But it's forever 
JM in the AM. That's um, Yesh Khan done by Mia Mendy Piamenta and company here at JM in the AM. All right, we promised you the Yeshiva League sports update. Here we go. Elliot Weiselberg is ready with a, a full report with a lot going on, to say the least, in the world of Yeshiva League sports. There is a lot happening. Now, that is an understatement. Anyway, here we go. Yeshiva League sports update time. It's uh, Tuesdays at 7.20 Eastern time. It's where you can find us right here with the update on Yeshiva League sports. Elliot Weiselberg, here he is with the Yeshiva League sports update at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Straight ahead on the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. The playoffs have begun around the Yeshiva League, and by this time next week, every league will have at least one round of the postseason complete. We'll take you through the results that have already happened and give you a sense of what's yet to come as we roll towards March. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. We'll start with varsity hockey, where both first-round play-in games have already taken place, creating two fantastic rematches. In what can technically be termed as an upset, West No. 5 Ramaz downed East No. 4 North Shore 3-0 behind two goals by senior Eddie Catton. The win sets up a rematch between Ramaz and West No. 1 Frisch, where, in the last matchup between the two, the Rams handed the Cougars their only Western Conference loss of the season. In the other bracket, in a rematch from two weeks ago, West No. 4 TABC trounced East No. 5 Flatbush to advance to play the East champion DRS. These two played this season to a 2-2 tie, and will meet up in DRS this Wednesday night for the second postseason in a row. Last year, the two met in DRS in the semifinals, with the Wildcats pouncing all over the storm for a 5-0 win. In the other quarterfinals, both will take place next Monday as East No. 2 Rombaum will host West No. 3 Kushner with the winner to face the Frisch Ramaz winner, and West No. 2 SAR will host East No. 3 Hafter with the winner to challenge the winner of TUBC at DRS. TABC also saw the JV team advance as a West No. 2 seed Storm down Hank 3-1 behind two goals from sophomore AJ Seplowitz. The Storm will now wait to see whether they follow their varsity brethren into DRS as the East Top Seed Wildcats host the West No. 4 Seed MTA Lions this Thursday night. In the other bracket, Frisch travels to East No. 2 YDE tonight, while West Division champion SAR hosts Rambam also on Thursday. Moving over to basketball, where JV has seen the only two boys postseason contests played. East number 3 seed Mag and David down East 6 seed Hafter 57-47. They will now advance to play Frisch in the quarterfinals. In the other East matchup between the deadlocked YDE Thunder and North Shore Stars, North Shore showed that a coin flip would not determine the better team as the number 5 Stars move on following a 51-35 victory. They will now advance to play the champs of the West, SAR. Other first-round action happening this week. Out west, number 3 TABC will host number 6 MTA, and number 5 Ramaz will travel to Hillel with the winners taking on either East number 1 DRS or number 2 Mag and David. In varsity, first-round action will kick off tonight as East number 4 DRS hosts number 5 North Shore. It will conclude tomorrow night when Shari Torah hosts YDE, West number 3 TABC hosts rival Frisch, and West number 5 Ramaz resumes hostilities in Riverdale when it takes on SAR. East top seed Hafter and Mag and David, and West top seeds Hillel and Heschel await the winners in the quarterfinals. The vast majority of the playoff action has been seen in the girls' basketball leagues. In girls' varsity, three of the four quarterfinals have been played, and the semifinals will be set after tomorrow night. Both division champions have advanced, as Hafter and Mayanote doubled up Heschel and Flatbush to host Final Four contests. Mayanote will battle West rival Frisch after the Cougars knocked off East number 2 Ramaz 43-32. Hafter will have their eyes on tomorrow night's game in SAR, as the Sting host East No. 3 North Shore, with the winner traveling to Lawrence for a right to punch their ticket to the Varsity Championship. 
In girls' JV, fourth-seeded Flatbush defeated Ramaz 52-31 and will await the result of Thursday night's contest between SAR and Hafter to see whether they play Frisch or North Shore. An SAR win will send Flatbush out to New Jersey, while a Hafter win would see them head out to Great Neck. And finally, an unusual but seemingly usual happening in girls' varsity B. For the second time in the last four years, three teams ended the season in a deadlock, forcing essentially a playoff playoff. Breweria, Megan, David, and Elon all finished their season tied at 8-4 and four with no possible tiebreak to cut through the tie. As a result, the teams got together for a mini round-robin tournament, where each team faced each other in a short game with the total least points against deciding that Breweria would be the number two seed, hosting number three seed Elon, and Mag and David traveling to top seed SKA. Just for those with the question popping up in the back of their mind, yes, as one would anticipate given the goings on this year, the records of the minigames are all tied at 1 and 1 as well. And that was your Tuesday morning Jam the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weisselberg. שאננים שמחסים את הכל ולא רואים שום דבר רק עומדים במקום זה קצת לא נעים איך הכל מסתלק נעלם ונסתר ואז באים חברים לחזק להרים מביאים משפטים של אנשים חכמים אני עדיין בחושך
Jam in the AM. Yoni Z with Rock Echad here at JM in the AM. Uh, 7.31. We'll get to Rabbi Goldwasser in just a moment. Yes, he's a block. He's going to join us coming up. We had a conversation with him when he was in Israel about the uh, hotels and cruises that he's now dealing with. Uh, but I invited him in the studio to get a, a clear description of exactly how many different things he's involved with. I think you'll find it intriguing. In an industry where so few people have found any success at kosher hotels and cruises, it seems he is, Baruch Hashem, finding some success. And we'll discuss all of that coming up here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zebenerbeus of Alevi and Zechonishmas Esther Basarbeus of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. It says in the parsha, Vavadatem es Hashem Elokeichem, and you'll serve Hashem, Uveirach Eslach Mecha. Hashem will bless your bread, Vesmeimecha and your water, Vasiroisim Machala Mikirbecha, and I will remove illness from your midst. The Zerashimshan asks an interesting question. Why is it that the idea of removing illness from the midst of Klal Yisrael is in such close proximity to Hashem blessing our water and our bread? The Zerashimshan explains there's a direct correlation between an individual's sustenance and Chas Shalom illness. The Gemara says, Vitanyo, Machlo Zumara. Lama Nikro Shma Machla, why is the illness called Machla? Sheshmoini Mushlosha Chaloin Yeshba. The reason is, is because there are 83 sicknesses in the bile. We understand it that Machla be Gematria. Machla is Gematria 83. And all of those sicknesses can be nullified by eating bread dipped in salt in the morning and drinking. A container of water. If a person will not be lacking any nourishment, he'll have the proper amount of water and food, he will be saved from all the machlos. That is why these two inyanim, these two ideas, are close in proximity. A while ago, an individual came to me and told me that he is having difficulty. He doesn't know whether he should go for procedure because he finds that he sweats profusely. He cannot stop sweating. Sometimes it is very embarrassing to him. However, the procedure that he'll have to go through is somewhat painful and also is intricate. He asked my Eitzah. I told him that there is a Gemara in which one of those things that can help prevent excessive sweat and perspiration is by having pas shachris, bread in the morning. That is one of those things that can protect a person from this. I went over some of the ideas about this particular custom and he said, you know what? It's worth a try. He went and every morning meticulously he washed and ate pas shachris. He dipped it in a little salt. About a month later, he contacted me. He told me that his perspiration problem has greatly improved. And in fact, he is no longer embarrassed. He finds that he is sweating less. 
And he says, I guess that it is due to the Paschachris. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
JM in the AM, Nigun Hasulam, done by Shlomo Katz. Um, that's off the album, Likrat Shabbat. Avram Fried had Sameach. You heard Gershon Vrobo with Hani Yisrael. Well, I've been telling you that Yossi Zablaki, who joined us from Israel via telephone just a couple of weeks ago, uh, that he's going to be in our studio this morning here at JM in the AM. And sure enough, here he is. Uh, Yossi Zablaki to us, is best known. Um, for his um, foray into uh, Catskills vacations, especially in the heyday of the latter part of the uh, existence of Kutcher's. That's one way of putting it. And uh, since then, he has been involved, to say the least, in uh, Catskills resorts, in kosher cruises, and seems to be one of the few people who, when it comes to kosher vacations, actually... Uh, can say that he is running a successful business. Uh, we'll find out more as Jesse Zablocki is here in our studio here at JMM. I'll direct you to the website, destinations613.com, destinations613.com. Yossi Zablocki, shalom, and welcome to JM in the AM. Shalom. Good morning, Achim. It's so great to be back here in I, the studio. I appreciate that, and it's great to have you here. And I've been very anxious. It was difficult via telephone, you know, to get all the details going and to uh, discuss everything I want to discuss. I was very anxious to get you into the studio and uh, and really get down to basics of what's going on with the world of kosher vacations as uh, as Yossi Zablocki uh, is involved in. I'm here. You can get all the ins and outs. I'm an open book, and uh, I, I know a lot of what's going on. Did we for and, – and, and people criticize me for not always having the best memory when it comes to these things. Trust me, that's nothing to do with a lack of appreciation. I tremendously appreciate all – that you've done for me and my family over the years. Uh, did we, in fact, meet first because of Kutcher's, or was there an earlier encounter than that? Earlier than Kutcher's? I don't think we had met earlier than the Kutcher's. So I, you... was, I was so removed from the the kosher advertising world and travel world until I started doing Kutcher's. I really fell into it. I had no plans and and going there. I was a lawyer before then. So Right. <laughs> and a contractor also to a degree, right? That's correct. But I was a public defender. I was so far <laughs> removed from anything. So at some point, you and the Kutcher family make some type of arrangement to utilize their hotel on a regular basis, Shabbos, Yontav, etc., right? That's basically what had happened at that time. Well, here's what happens. I, I was going to Kutcher's for years. I had worked there as a day camp counselor. Right. I worked there as a lifeguard. Um, I was putting myself through college because my parents had lived in Israel. We had, they had moved to Israel. And I was living in the States. Um, so I had to work you know, a lot. So I was working every as a lifeguard every Jewish holiday. I would go up there and work in the shul. Every uh, regular holiday and summers, I would work in the um, at the pool. And I was there all the time. It was my home away from home. Um, I had been friendly with the Kutcher family for years. My father had worked there um, doing seders. He used to conduct the seders and was a rabbi there for, for years in the 70s before they had moved to Israel. And you knew Dudu Fisher very well. And so we had met Dudu Fisher. I was, right. I was, I was very good friends with his kids. I was best friends with, uh, with, uh, with his sons and, and very good friends with his daughter. And, and I, know, I knew the Fisher family for, for years. And I'd been going there for years and years and years. Um, and then on, on Pesach, I would... Uh, I would help run the shul as I got a little bit, you know, then I became a lawyer and I couldn't really work there as a lifeguard anymore. Right. But even as an attorney, I was working for the Legal Aid Society. I wasn't, you know, doing any really big money um, operations. And I would go there on Pesach. You know, I really couldn't afford to go anyplace else for Pesach. I wasn't going to take my family to a hotel. I was working on a Legal Aid sal salary. So 
I would go there for Pesach, and that was my home away from home. You know, I, I sort of moved up the ranks there a little bit. At some point, I started davening shachris there on uh, opening for Dudu. That's what I built it as. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't were, davening shachris. You were the exactly. opening act. I was the opening act on, on, on Pesach and on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur for, for Dudu Fisher. That's what my business card said, <laughs> opening act. Um, but uh, but for some reason, the choir didn't seem to come out until the very end of my performance on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. I don't know where they were. They bridged the gap you know, between you and him. Huh? All of a sudden, this whole choir would start work, walking out at the end of uh, at the end of Sim Shalom or something like that, and they, you know, on Pesach, and all of a sudden there was a choir there. I'm like, whoa, I have a full choir here. But then Dudu would come over and take over, and he would like, okay, and you, see. And you knew all the Catskills personalities. You knew Lou Goldstein, I'm sure. Sure, sure, you sure. You knew sure. all the guys who would uh, be tumblers in the Catskills. That's right. That's right, absolutely. Um, and in fact, uh, uh, Lou Goldstein's Lou Goldstein's wife, um, Jackie Horner, she had just passed away, but she was working for me um, doing dance classes. Right, even until that. recently, she right. she wrote Dirty Dancing. Right, correct. She wrote the movie. She was behind it. It was the story of her life, so right. to speak. Um, and uh, you know, I've, I've I've been in touch with her until until very recently. I spoke right. to her like just a few months ago. Um, so I was very involved in the Catskills, and I was going up there every Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and then and then uh, it was around. 12 years ago, 11 years ago, Mark Kutcher calls me up right before, about two months before Pesach. He calls me up from Florida. He would uh, he would go to Florida, close the hotel for the winter. Calls me up and he says, Yossi, listen, um, I'm not opening up the hotel for, for Pesach. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I can't do this business anymore. I, I don't, I don't, you know, it's, it's, it was a dying business for him. Right. And I'm not opening up the hotel. And, and I, I went into an absolute panic. <laughs> um, I turned to, I turned to my wife. I said, oh my God, he's, he's not opening up the hotel. What on earth are we going to do for Pesach? Um, we have no place to go for Pesach. I mean, I had never been, I've never spent Pesach at home my entire life. Right. Um, I was at Kutcher's for a bunch of years. When we moved to Israel, I was at the Tiberias Plaza Hotel. My father would lead the Seders. I had never done Pesach at home. I had no plans on doing Pesach at home. And I said, what are we going to do? So I called Mark back up and I say, listen, um, if you, if you don't plan on opening the hotel, rather than try selling a closed hotel, let me take it over and I'll run it for Pesach. And he says, Yossi, you've never done anything like this. You don't, you don't know what you're doing. You, you, you've, you've never run a hotel. You're an attorney. I said, Mark, I've been watching you for, since I'm four years old. I've been watching you. I love the hotel business. I love what you've been doing. I wish I'd been doing this the whole time. Let me try it. So I entered into a triple net lease with him. I took over the – well, first we took it over just for Pesach, where I leased right. the hotel for Pesach. And, and we filled up the hotel. I had the old Kutcher guests, and I started bringing in um, new Orthodox guests. We right. had changed the hotel to be Glockosher. And already a couple of years ago, and, and it was packed um, those years. Those was, early years was packed. It was it was absolutely packed. I, I, Dudu Fisher might have had something to do with it, right. um, <laughs> but meaning you didn't lose the old crowd. That's what I'm saying. Correct. 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 I'd like to believe it was because of my shachars and my uh, <laughs> I got you know, it. You know, my performances, but um, but you know, but yeah. So so it, it was great, and I took it over for Pesach, and it worked. And so after Pesach, I said, you know what, Mark, why don't I take it over as a triple net lease? Um, I'll take over the business. I'll take over all of Kutcher's. Um, and this way you could try to sell the property because he wanted to sell the, right. the, the land. And I said, instead of selling it as a closed hotel, sell it as an open functioning hotel. You can mm-hmm. stay in Florida. I'll run the hotel. So we entered into a lease um, and I took over the business. Um, I took over all of Kutcher's. If you go to Kutcher's.com today, you'll be forwarded to my website. It's my Kutcher's is now my business. Right. Um, the phone number that we still use is the Kutcher's phone number. Even it's though the, the building does not exist anymore. Building does not exist. Nothing on the property exists, basically, right? No, no. It was all, so, so what happened was I ran it for four years, right. and then finally gambling got past New York. Right. He has the closest large property to where the casino ultimately opened. Right. So he, managed, right so he managed to get rid of the property finally. He'd been trying for years to get rid of right. the property. Finally, he got you know rid of it, 
for over $10 million. Um, I had an option on the property to be able to buy it, but right. I couldn't I couldn't compete with $10 million plus of, of somebody who wanted to do something with it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, then they knocked down the property and they built a small um, a small hotel on a different section of the property. Um, so there's really, there's nothing there at the moment. You can't see Wilt Chamberlain's room anymore. No. After no. all, he was a bellboy at Couture. That's correct. There's videotape of him right. lifting up suitcases correct. from outside up the windows. Correct. <laughs> correct. <laughs> and by the way, anybody who didn't get the Lou Goldstein reference, that's the uh, the um, uh, Simon Says Man. Right. That's, the, that's what he was famous for nationwide. Correct. Uh, correct. For doing Simon Says. Yussi Zablocki is here. You can go to Destination 613. Com. So then you're out of the hotel business, right? Basically, when Kutcher's closed, you're now out of the hotel business. What happened next? Correct. So it all worked out pretty well for me because at the same time that he finally sold the property, we were planning on moving to Israel. Mm-hmm. Not that I wouldn't have continued earning Kutcher's from Israel somehow, right. but it, it was working. It, it worked out. It was the timing was right. We moved to Israel, and I was sitting there with this know-how all of a sudden of how to run a Casco's hotel. I'm not just talking about how to run a a a Pesach program, right? Running a Pesach program is one is one part, but I was running at Kutcher's, I was running everything in the hotel, maintenance and the dining room and the kitchen and housekeeping. This was a major operation. So I had advertising. So I, I in, in, and it was sink or swim for me because I was going to lose my shirt very easily if I didn't know, figure out quickly how to bring guests over to Kutcher's. Um, I was not doing this with deep pockets. So yeah. I had to learn very quickly what to do, and I figured out this business. We turned it around completely. I was running at a profit during the years that I was running this hotel, even though the Kutcher family had, had been carrying a loss the past right. the, the, the last few years. So I was sitting here on a client list, on a know-how, and I'm moving off to Israel. And at the same time, um, at Honors Haven, which was the former Fallsview Hotel, right. so they were, they were looking for somebody for Pesach. That is the Neville or not the Neville? No, it's next door to the Neville. Next door to the Neville. That's a crazy story, because the Neville was the Grand Hotel, right? right. The Neville, everybody knew the Neville Grand. It was the big hotel. And everybody, you know, with money went to the Neville. And then... The Fallsview was like the, the was owned by the same people who was next door. It was it was not quite the elite oh, hotel. Oh, so it was always in existence. It was always in existence. The Fallsview was right next door to the Neville. It was the same ownership. Poor man's Neville. Exactly, it was the poor man's Neville. Um, and they were and, and it was the it was the it was the smaller hotel. When I say smaller, I'm talking 230 rooms today. Right. 230 rooms is is hard to fill in the Catskills. Right. Back then, the Neville had 450 rooms, so 230 rooms was a little tiny hotel. Right. Um, and, you know, the, they had the last laugh because all these big hotels, almost all, all except for one, we'll get to that in a second, but all these big hotels ended, clo- ended up closing down because right. they couldn't maintain these hotels. And a little Fallsview um, was bought by Koreans. They renovated it completely, turned it into a gorgeous, gorgeous hotel, gorgeous landscaping, gorgeous property, gorgeous rooms. And it was it's a non-kosher hotel, but they were looking for somebody to come in for Pesach because the previous Pesach people had, um, had uh, stopped going there. They, they hadn't worked out. They weren't able to fill the, the the property for whatever reason. And so at the same time, I managed to do a contract with them and I came in there for Pesach. So I switched my business away array from running a complete hotel to just doing Pesach over there. And the Fallsview Pesach program continues. And the Fallsview Pesach program continues. That is part of Destination 613. Correct. Irrelevant that you're living in Israel. It operates, it runs, and it's there every single Pesach since you took over. We've been sold out for six years. And at the Neville next door, is there anything or not? Neville is completely gutted, empty. It needs to be knocked down. Nobody can afford to knock it down, so it just stands empty. Oh, It'll be empty forever. Wow. It'll cost a fortune to knock it down. I didn't realize that because I was at a bar mitzvah there. Last week? No. like so it was empty. This past, <laughs> this past summer. Um, a bar mitzvah Sunday night that took place outside in a tent. I assume they were just using the property. 
And I assume they were using the kitchen there, but the rooms, I guess, were empty. And no, uh, it must have been an honor's haven. Unless the tent, was, unless was the an tent honor's is an honor's haven. Right. There's a gorgeous lake with an island in it there. Maybe. I don't remember. They so, have a tent. So that's it. So that's the uh, that's the Correct. difference. And the Neville area is not being used at all. Correct. It's almost the same exact entrance. They right. enter from almost the same place. And this is your business and exclusively the only thing you do with Destination 613 until when? You're only doing Pesach at Honor's Haven until what happens? So I was doing Pesach and I was doing the summer and Sukkot Rosh Hashanah it, at, at Honor's Haven. Oh, so the, 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 the people... The, the Korean business people you mentioned, they were cooperating with you and doing a lot of stuff with Correct. You. We were doing a lot of wow. stuff. I have my own kosher kitchen there all year. I, nice. have like a, I have a room downstairs, which is the kosher kitchen. Right. has my own oven there. It's my own kitchen. And I was doing programs there for the past six years. I've been doing weekends and, and summer and, 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 and Jewish holidays. And that will still continue. And that will still continue. Well, now I'm going to cut down a little bit on the non-Pesach programs right. because I ended up in a separate venture. Um, I guess we could we could. We, and this we, is the next Catskills venture this for is, you. This is the next Catskills. So it's venture. always been Honors Haven, different times during the year until we get to what many people in this audience know as the Granite. Right. So so the Granite was one of the hotels that occasionally I did programs at once in Ten a while. Ten miles from Honors Haven around. Does that it's make a, sense? Yeah, it's, it's about seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes. Seventeen minutes. I do the drive a lot now, so yeah, seventeen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I get a call. Um. So so um. The Granite was bought by a Chinese corporation. The the second largest corporation in the world, and they completely forgot about it, right? Because if you're the second largest corporation in the world and you buy a Catskills hotel, you're not really paying such close attention to it. Maybe they and hold- it was in use or not? It was. They, they kept it open until um, until about a year ago. Okay. They kept it open until a year ago, but they were they were putting no effort into it because they really were not paying attention to it. It's like you know, it's like that tennis ball that you might right. have in a closet and you don't pay any attention to it because you're the richest person in the world. And finally, it closed down in October. It was the last big Catskills hotel, and it closes down. And they were looking to unload it. Um, Chinese were pulling money back into into the Chinese government. I don't understand Chinese economics, but whatever. It was involved in that. I get a phone call from somebody, and he says he's he heard that I know about the Catskills. He wants to buy the granite, um, and he, he said somebody told him that I know about how to run a hotel in the Catskills, and and he wants to pick it up. I say you know I've been looking at this property for for six years. It's the last property available. What did I call it now? Hudson Valley Resort. Hudson Valley Resort. I always wanted to own a Catskills hotel so I don't get kicked out the way I did with Kutcher's. And I said, listen, I have some funds. I'm not the biggest money guy in the world, but I have some funds. I'll go into it 50-50 with you, um, and I'll I'll operate the hotel. We closed within a week from that phone conversation. So you and this mysterious partner now own the Granite. Correct. And has not been opened since you bought it. Well, we know we opened the hotel. You did open it. We opened the hotel. Sure. Is it being used? Sure. I have. Uh, I have. I had guests there last Shabbos. I had two hundred guests there last Shabbos, and uh, we have guests this Shabbos. We're sold out next Shabbos. There's a staff. There's a a, a director. There's a. I have some idea what I'm doing. I've been doing this for you a little say while. That is, I'm shocked <laughs> that you opened it so quickly. We opened it up. Um, sure, we opened the hotel. We were open all summer. It's been a very quiet opening because we're doing things slowly there to, right. to to renovate it to bring it up to date. Um, we have a lot of plans for the hotel. We've got crazy plans for the hotel. So anybody who was there last Pesach, you're not promising anything grand, but it will look different this Pesach. Well, they were not open last Pesach. Ah. They were open two Pesachs so ago. So if someone was there two years ago, it will look somewhat different already Correct. coming up 100%, this Pesach. 100%. Wow. We've, 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 we've changed the hotel. It no longer looks like an old Catskills hotel. The old Catskills hotel used to have those those quill covers that used to go over right. the pillows right. in those old hotels. That's right. completely, completely gone. In every room. Um, in every room, it's completely, completely gone. We've we've uh, changed the beds, we've changed a lot of the furniture. We're doing the nice, you know, white, clean, fresh look in all the rooms. Um, it looks it looks different. The hotel 
the hotel looks different. We have new couches in the in the lobby. We have plans to renovate the complete lobby, but I can't do everything all at once. Well, your um, lobby, frankly, is one of the best in the Catskills. I mean, it's gigantic. It, and it's comfortable, and people love hanging out in it. It's really a nice. That's place. right. I'm glad you remember it. It's like oh, the I remember the big lobby. It's yeah. the, the lobby. The lobby. It may the be grand... the best lobby in the Catskills. It's actually that's the well, reason. Well, Kutcher's actually had like a triple lobby. Right. This is like one massive lobby. Right. Kutcher's had three lobbies, but but none of them were grand. Right. And they didn't have the high ceilings, which I think was one of the downsides of Kutcher's. It didn't have that grand look. Right. Um, it was more country club. This has that grand look. The lobby is amazing. It's the best place to hang out. It's comfortable. Yeah, if it's it rains large. all Pesach, you're taken care of. 100%. percent do worry about it. You know, that's the problem I actually have in terms of renovating the lobby because everybody's giving me ideas of how to renovate it, what to do. It's the reason we haven't done it yet is because I want to do it right. And it's very, I'm very, very torn because everybody says you got to do marble today. You got to do that, you know, that, that marble clean look. On the other hand, like you just mentioned, it's a warm, friendly lobby where everybody sits and relaxes. And if you're sitting on that cold marble floor, you're, 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 you don't have that same feel anymore. So it's a problem. So everybody who has ideas, any of your listeners who have ideas, how I could combine those two elements and make it warm and still and still that marble type modern look, you got to give me those ideas because I'm stuck. I'm stuck over there. Next time you're in Jerusalem, you need to consult with Jeffrey Mark and, right. and see how he does it. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel network and of course on the beloved NSN app. When you go to destination613.com. Destination613.com. There are a bunch of tabs at the top. You'll see Passover at Honor Haven, because obviously you'll be open for Pesach again in Honor Haven. You see Hudson Valley. I think it's obvious from this conversation you will be open for Pesach at Hudson Valley Resort sure, at the 100%. Granite. Um, and is the program set? Honor Haven. Obviously, you have a lineup, a program. You have everything done already. Is the one at the Hudson Valley Resort, you know, ready to be announced to the world or has it been announced to the world already? Absolutely. Although I have breaking news just for you. Yeah. You're going to get a kick at this. Are you sitting down? I am sitting down. Okay, you are. You can't see me? <laughs> Go it's, not a, it's not a stand-up radio show here? Um, okay, so I have here special announcement over here for your listeners. Um, signed, new entertainment for all of Pesach. Going to be at both Hudson Valley and Honors Haven. Nice. Who is the hottest off-Broadway Broadway comedian Jewish today. I mean, do we mean Ashley? We mean Ashley. Oh, yeah. I'm going to see him this week again. Right. <laughs> I, I already saw the show once. I'm going back. Oh, wow. He's going, well, I'm not going to see it off of Broadway, but I And he be... was part of Kosher Halftime Show 2020. Really? Yeah. All right, nice. So he's Which going you to... have to watch now that you've admitted going to... you haven't seen. I, well, I was in Israel there, and I didn't, I didn't see it. I've been planning three Pesach programs, so it's hard. All right, fine. Um, but he's going to be at the Hudson Valley for all of Pesach. He has shows elsewhere as well, but he's going to be staying at the Hudson Valley for all of Pesach. He'll be performing at the Hudson Valley and at Honors Haven. Excellent. It's going to be amazing. That's good news. He's hilarious, and he's wonderful to hang out with, so you have an opportunity. And when you say three, because you're doing a program in Florida as well. Correct. And that's not really what I wanted to concentrate on. I wanted to get this big news about the Grand Hudson Valley Resort out there, but we should mention that those who want to go to Orlando, you do have a program that's going to be in Orlando this Pesach. Right. I have an amazing program at Orlando as well. Also, so, destination613.com. find it on my website. It's also <laughs> it's also set. That's, that's the thing you were talking about, how to pull the Pesach program. With me, I've been doing this a while. I have some idea of what I'm doing. I'm, I, I've never canceled a program. I'm never right. going to cancel a program. Um, I'm not saying that every program strikes it rich. Every program is, you know... Sometimes you break even. Sometimes you even lose money on a program. You have to be prepared to do that, but you have to open up. You can't be canceling hotels the way some operators do, and they just you know throw darts at a dartboard hoping that something will stick, and if not, they just cancel. When I'm doing a program, it's open. That's why you would ask me whether Hudson Valley is open. Of course it's open. Right. That's what we do. Right. In Orlando, we have a program. It's also going to be phenomenal. 
Um, I have a partner there as well because I'm not going to be there myself. Um, and it's at the it's, it's it's a it's a new hotel. It's not a, it's not a new constructed hotel. But Wyndham Celebration just took over a hotel in Orlando. They're putting thirty million dollars into the hotel. Uh, I wish I had thirty million dollars to put into the Hudson Valley. Wow. They're renovating every single every single part of the hotel, every single corner, every single bathroom, every single bedroom. It's all brand new. All brand new. We got in really, really early at exactly the right time. Then we took on Shloimi Smilo, who had been retired from right. Pesach programming for the past couple of years. Very well-known name. In the Very well-known name. And we brought him as, a, as an extra host. So he's going to be joining our program. And that program there is going to be phenomenal as well. It's, you know, look, it's, it's Disney World. It's right, you know, yeah. minutes away. It's near everything. It's right. It's near everything, and 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 it's the least expensive out of state, out of New York State program. All right. It's, so again, any information you want about this, about uh, Pesach in Orlando, and of course, as, as well, Honors Haven and Hudson Valley Resort Destination Six Thirteen dot com. Honors Haven still has space or not? Honors Haven still has space, but you do usually sell out. We will sell out. Honors Haven. We're probably down to our last twenty rooms. I mean, in Honors Haven. Catskills traditionally was like a post-Purim sellout, usually right around then, right? Um, that, like, that that will be the case for Hudson right. Valley, but Honors Haven, we have a a seventy percent return rate from our guests. Ah. They're already reserved Shri Shel Pesach the previous year. So you may sell out before uh, Purim shows up. Correct. All right. All right. Let's go. So let's go back now to the Hudson Valley Resort. When you say you have 200 people for Shabbos, was that school groups? Was that what? What was that? On um, this past Shabbos, it was two families doing large get-togethers, and they and and they would attest to the fact that this is a 2020 facility in uh, in the Catskills. The, the reason I'm saying it like this is because we keep thinking that whole Catskills era is dead outside of you know the few and far between of Pesach time. And but you're what you're telling us based on the I would assume the testimony of these guests who you just had up there is that this this hotel, in fact, can help us bring back that whole spirit where you go for Shabbos or for Sukkot or for a special weekend or for Shabbos Nachamu to the Catskill region and, and have a great time without flying somewhere you know around the world. 100%. We're, turning, we're bringing back those days. It's easy to go away. It's not crazy expensive. Um, I, I did a very quiet opening because we want to get the hotel ready. Right. Um, I'm still doing a quiet opening. Here I am announcing things on the radio, but it's right. still been a quiet opening because we have so many. I have so many plans in my head. I don't know, you know, when the the final the final product is going to be ready because of the things that I'm planning on doing there. I'm turning this hotel into something that nobody's ever seen before. Have you had schools up there yet? Sure, we had we we had um, MTA recently, and they as soon as they left, they tried rebooking. We can't. They actually wanted to come in a couple weekends from now, and we're sold out. We couldn't book them a second time in wow. one year. Um, they had nice. a great time. Um, so the schools are starting to come. They're starting to discover it. We haven't done a tremendous amount of publicity yet, but we're starting. Um, and, and we're ready for them. I remember three things about the Hudson Valley Resort. Large rooms, which you can't find in any hotel in the world anymore. 100%. As large as Kutcher's, you don't, or you wouldn't, you wouldn't get to go to that extent to say that. You know, it's, it's funny. Because Kutcher's was mammoth. Right, Kutcher's had, had, had very, very large rooms. Um, you know, at the time, I wasn't so into into all the specs like I am right. now. Because I wasn't redesigning hotel rooms and, p- and picking things, so I don't know. I don't know the, the size specs of the, for instance, the marquee building. But it's close. Um, but it's close. And the other one was uh, the, the large lobby, as I mentioned too. And you know what else I remember at the Hudson Valley, which I really enjoyed. And I don't know if everyone would agree with me on this. I love the stadium seating in the shul. It's like a conference room, right? It's like a big conference. Right. Room. It was. It was the. It was the theater. Right. Very modern looking. They had renovated it at some point recently because it looks really nice. At least that's what I remember. That it looks really nice. Okay. And I just, you know, I, I enjoyed that shul experience. I, I don't know, and lecture experience. Right. Now, and and, that, and and isn't that important? It's important to have a place where you can have, you know, lectures and presentations that you know that people feel comfortable in. Sure, a hundred percent. You know, it's funny because the, the when I, you know, I have all different crowds that come to the hotel. Right. So the 
the the the young Israel crowd very much likes that stadium seating. Right. And so we use that as a shul for half the year. Right. When I have a Hasidic crowd that comes... They don't like it. They don't want that kind of thing. Right. They have a different setup in terms of the where the mechitza would go, in terms of being split half and half. Good point. Um, and, and they want all the uh, tables. They want it very yeshivish Hasidic style right. where there's tables in front of each person in a square. So we where keep, do you do that? Um, so either we use the Columbia room mm-hmm. or we take one of the ballrooms. There's three ballrooms, right. three massive ballrooms. Right. So we take one of the ballrooms and we turn that into a shul. We're moving the shul every other week. So you're ready to accommodate people with whatever they need. That's that's what we've always done. That's what I've always been about is is attracting the the entire gamut of Orthodox um, society. Are people and, booking Pesach already for the Granite? Sure, for the abso- Hudson Valley? Sure, absolutely. People are booking. Absolutely. Any, we're, anybody we're, who has any notion about a program like this not opening, you can guarantee, as you just did, that there's no way in the world it ain't opening. A million percent guarantee. The key is the fact is that I I own the property. Right. So, so I, you I can... No re- you want people. I, I, <laughs> you I, want to open. It's not like I have a guarantee with the hotel <laughs> right. that I have to fill 150 money, right? rooms or this or that. We already have enough rooms that we're, we're, we're doing, obviously. But if, God forbid I only had 50 rooms, which is not the case i could still open because it's right. my hotel got it unbelievable and your partner's very involved or very quiet compared to you very quiet very quiet very quiet and they're happy like this is what they want to be quiet right they were they were looking to make an investment right and they needed somebody who knew who knew the cat skills right and i came in they and, must and be I, thrilled with what you're doing already i'd like to believe so <laughs> <laughs> all right i want to do the cruises it's the last piece to our conversation this morning but first uh and and i you, know, you sent me I don't know why you told me to Google Himalayan salt cave. I don't know why you told me to Google that. Why? Because, why did you tell me to Google that? Well, you, we're not really done with my plans for the Hudson Valley. Oh, we that, only got we only got the, up to the present. We have to deal with the future of Hudson Valley. Mean, I have, meaning, I have, meaning that you have a vision of the Hudson Valley not simply being a resort, but being a resort that the Jewish community has never seen before. I am changing the resort concept entirely. I'm turning it on its head. I am putting I'm putting two different. We're doing two different things at the hotel. First of all, for the kids, we're we're going to be. We're putting a um, indoor fun park on the premises, on the premises of the hotel in the Hudson Valley Resort. In the Hudson Valley Resort for this summer or in the future. We're starting to put it in already. So from Pesach, we're going to have stuff. We're going to have already some of the fun park um, items already at the hotel, and then I'll keep purchasing them as we go along. And we're going to be having kids are going to show up there. They're not going to need parents anymore at the hotel. They're going to parents are going to drop them off and. And they're going to go to their fun park inside the hotel, like an indoor play center, with with uh, forty five arcade games, with with um, with uh, bumper cars, a real fun park. We're we're putting uh, in glow in the dark uh, miniature golf, um, possibly laser tag. I haven't mapped out every single item. Virtual reality rooms. I mean, we're going to put a real indoor. We're putting not just we're going to put. We're putting a real indoor fun park at the hotel. So that there's the whole thing is how do I draw traffic to the hotel? And you know people are going to come if it's something unique, something Correct. different. Correct. You know, you know people go to the water parks. They go to the water parks, and and um, you know, on weekends people go to Great Wolf Lodge, and and they have you know families have a great time because you go away with your kids. Problem is when you're going to the water parks because you can't leave your kids alone for a second. Correct. Because it's water. Correct. So parents don't get to have a vacation. Correct. Here, I'm creating a model where the parents could leave the kids for a couple of hours on their own at a fun park in the hotel. 
Now the question and is... And obviously they're supervised. And they'll be supervised. We'll have counselors there. Right. But they're in a place where we have... I already have four bounce houses that we're going to do in a giant slide. Um, like I said, the bumper cars, the you know, the, the redemption arcade game, skee-ball, right. all those kind of games. You could win prizes. Um, and you drop your kids off there. But then what are the parents going to do while they've dropped their kids off there? Right. we got to come up with something for them. Right. That's where the Himalayan salt cave comes in. In addition to a pool, I assume, and other stuff that you have. We have the pool. Right. The pool's there. We have a pool. We have uh, the, the two saunas. We have the two you know, men and women, right. the two steam rooms, the two jacuzzis, standard stuff in the hotel. That's the entrance area of the spa. I am now taking a huge area attached to the spa, and I am building stuff that nobody has ever seen before. I am putting in, first of all, a Himalayan salt cave. Mm-hmm. I hope you've Googled at this point. <laughs> well, it, is, it looks like it's something therapeutic that correct. people sit in and it's a therapeutic experience. You spend 20 minutes breathing in. This, first of all, you think you're in a salt cave. It looks like stalactites right. of, of salt pillars right. all around you. It's a cave. Right, a real cave. A real cave. But you're in the Catskills and you're breathing it in for 20 minutes. It, it, supposedly, it's extremely, extremely healthy. I would not right. know myself. Um, I, but but um, I'll have to experience it once I install it. Right. But it is absolutely coming. I've already designed it. I've mapped it out. We're we're in the middle of constructing. Uh, I'm not going to have the Himalayan salt cave ready for Pesach, but right. I'm in the middle of constructing um, the areas of the spa that are going to have these rooms. So we're having a Himalayan salt cave. You must be providing a lot of Catskills jobs, I must say. We're working on it, yeah. No joke. <laughs> no joke. I mean, you have a full waiter staff, I assume. We have a full everything. We have a full staff. Yeah. We, are, we, are, we are really putting, I mean, there's, there's 20 people working at the hotel What's right the now. official town it's in? Um, town of Rochester. It's in Krohonkson. Krohonkson is what people know. Right, Krohonkson. That's the, I don't know what it is. It's well, the, the Chamber the of Commerce of Krohonkson must be very happy. Right. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> finally, kidding. Finally, there's work. Yeah, I'm not kidding. There's work. We have 20 people that are working every single day yeah. doing stuff. So we're putting in this salt cave. Besides for the salt, I'm, I'm, I'm actually creating five different theme rooms so that the parents, while they've dropped their kids off, will then spend 20 minutes in each one of these rooms, rooms that they've never seen before in the in, in, in a spa experience. Forget the, 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 the steam room and the sauna. They're going to go 20 minutes in a salt cave. Then they're going to spend 20 minutes in a Turkish hammam. It's going to look gorgeous. It's it's less steamy than a steam room, so you could spend 20 minutes in there. Also cleans out your pores. It's a complete experience. I want people to walk in and say, oh my gosh, I can't believe that I'm sitting in a Turkish hammam in the Catskills, I feel like I'm in the in the Orient someplace. I right. feel like I'm in the Middle East. So we're going to have 20 minutes in the salt cave, 20 minutes in the hammam. Then you're going to move to your next room. We'll have a relaxation room with just quiet music, um, uh, waterfalls, just 20 minutes to be able to meditate. And, and, and you don't have to meditate, but you could just relax just to chill. Then we have another room where you're going to be sitting on heated, tiled chaise lounges. You just lie down on these chaise lounges, and it warms up the back of your neck. It warms up your whole body, and you're just sitting. It's a different kind of relaxing experience. We're creating one different kind of relaxing experience after another. Uh, a, th- a therapy pool is going to be your next 20 minutes. It's different than a jacuzzi. It's a different dynamic. That's your next 20 minutes over there. In order to do all this, do you have to raise prices for Pesach and year-round like crazy? Look, the truth is that right now you could do Pesach. I'm, I'm advertising the least expensive Pesach program anywhere. It's uh, Certainly it's, in the U.S. In the U.S., as far as I know, anywhere. And Israel right. is one day short, so maybe right. you get lucky there. But right. but it's it's 1990, right? 1990 is a killer Pesach price. I can do that because again, I don't have to pay for the rooms, so so I'm able to have a a teaser rate like that. Um, is that going to last forever? I can tell you this: if you come this year Pesach and you want to lock in next year Pesach, you'll be able to do that. Like at all my programs on the seventh day of Pesach, on the sixth day of Pesach. However, next year's Pesach, forget about it. It's going to be obviously it's going to be a different hotel entirely at that point.
Wow. By, by next year. Interesting. Very crazy interesting. stuff. You can say that again. All right. Uh, we have very little time left, and I want to get to the cruises. But first, there is somebody that you said, because, like, again, uh, those who have been following us, he's a blocky over the years, and anybody who's run successful pace-off programs in the Catskills or any program year-round, uh, you know you're always introducing talent to us. Uh, you have an entire list of very um, uh, popular acts, uh, both uh, uh, solo artists and groups that have performed for you. I mean, the, the list is, you know. I have Schlockerock coming for Pesach. Are they coming to be Pesach? So they... Schlockerock coming for Pesach. It, this is it's actually attributed to you. Oh, thank you. Don't you don't remember this. But I don't. I was, I, here, don't doing know, a ra- I was here doing a radio show years ago. It's, it, it, it's known through some circles as the greatest Nachum Siegel show ever, mostly my family um, who listened. And, and there was another guest here. It was Lenny Solomon. He was going to the Tiberias Plaza in Israel at the right. time where my father was leading the Seders. Right. And since then, I'm like, I got to bring Lenny for Pesach. I got to bring Lenny for Pesach. But he can't fly in from Israel for just one show. This year, I got three hotels. I'm flying him into each one of the locations. Nice. Everybody gets Lenny Solomon. And I got Schlockrock for Pesach nice. at all three hotels. Very nice. All right. So that's one example. And there are a million others that we could get into. Don't have the time. But there's a specific chazan uh, that you wanted to introduce to us this morning, as you claim that very few people know about him. Correct. Very few, do you want to tell us who it is, or we want to hear the song first? Uh, we, could, we could introduce him. I mean, everybody's so heard I mean, I've been following Chazanish for years. Dudu right. Fisher was my They're favorite right. growing and up. And you know Chazanish in general. I know Chazanish in general. You ran Chazanish weekends. I mean. I've, I've run a ton of Chazanish yeah. weekends. I've had, I had, I had Shulam Lemmer when nobody right. had heard of him. Correct. Um, I, I had Yankee Lemmer when right. nobody had heard of him at, right. at, at, at my programs. Sure. Um, and there's a young Chazan, Aryeh Horwitz. I bill him as the greatest Chazan that nobody's heard of. That is his title. Greatest Chazan nobody's heard of. And um, I would love to play one of his uh, his, his 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 latest song that's, uh, on his well, first this, album. This is him doing the Kalbach Mim Kompra. Right, and I'm also a huge fan of Kalbach. I've done Kalbach weekends. That's so right. So this is the perfect this is that's the perfect right. combination for me. All right, and the gentleman's name again is is Arye Horowitz. Arye Horowitz. Here he is on JM in the AM. <laughs> Oh, 
Arye Horowitz, is that it? Arye Horowitz. There you go. The greatest Chazan nobody's ever heard of, according to Yossi Zablocki, and uh, you've discovered him. And right now everybody's heard of him. Will he gosh. be at the Hudson Valley Resort? He will be there at some point. Nice. Uh, we're speaking to Yossi Zablocki, and those of you who've tuned in late, uh, we have uh, been speaking about Destinations 613, Destination 613. You can go to the website, Destination613.com. Uh, Yossi will be running Pesach at the uh, Honors Haven. In the Catskills, he will be Pesach and year-round, as he is already, at the Hudson Valley Resort. It's a hotel that he owns, and he will be there uh, constantly with groups and uh, and schools and smachot. Anybody wants to make an offer for bar mitzvah, now you have an option. You finally have a Catskills option. 100%. Just hire a bus and get everybody up there on a Friday. Simple as that. It's the easiest way to do it. You don't have to worry about an air. You don't have to worry about Sefer Torah. You don't have to worry about Sidurim Chumashim. It's all there. It's all there ready for you. And uh, and we spoke about Orlando. If you want to go to Orlando for Pesach, go to the website. The information's right there at destination613.com. And finally, the last piece of this, as we've spent a lot of time together this morning, is that you have gotten into the world of kosher cruises. And the backstory I know is interesting, but I don't know if we have time for that. But right now, the reality is that if somebody wants to go on a kosher cruise, meaning join a cruise and a cruise ship where there are thousands of people, but there will be... 100, 200, 300, I assume, people who eat kosher, who want a minion, et cetera, right? Would that be an accurate way of putting it? Correct. If you want to do that, there is a Kosher Cruises tab on your website at destinations613.com, and you're offering, as an example, a Caribbean 10-day cruise, which I I believe is actually on right now, right? That's happening as we speak. I think we're broadcasting from there right now. (laughs) You're offering a Norway 
cruise that starts in Amsterdam on the 9th of June. Correct. You're offering an Amsterdam-Iceland cruise that starts also in June, an Alaska seven-day cruise. And there are a lot of people that in our community I want to go to Alaska, by the way. I'm being serious about that. That starts in Seattle at the end of June. You're doing a Barcelona Mediterranean trip. You're doing another Norway one in August. You're doing a, a Costa Smeralda. I hope that's pronounced properly. Also in August. You're doing a Baltic Russia, give me a second, Russia Heritage Cruise in August. You're doing a Mediterranean uh, cruise again in August. In November, you have Italy, France, Spain, and Morocco. My gosh. And if you look at the pictures, by the way, you're talking about, you're not talking about boats. You're talking about some really big, large cruise ships. The Smeralda, which we're doing three times this summer, and you did pronounce it correctly. The Smeralda is the largest and newest cruise ship in the world at the moment. It's How many rooms would that have? you have any clue? Uh, more than the 232 that they have at the Falls View, um, which we can't manage to <laughs> but fill But it's probably up. in the thousands, right? It's thousands, yeah. It's, it, it's, um, I think it's 7,000 people. I think wow. it's 7,000 passengers. Can a guy like passengers. me fit into one of those rooms or no way? Oh, it's tough. It would it's be tough. tough, right? No, you can't. People you can't. my height and, and, and the way we look, we usually do not go on cruises, right? I mean, look, it's for everybody. You can go on a cruise. No, it's, you it's, never it's, see a six-and-a-half-foot guy on a cruise. He'd have to be in a bed that's half his size. Or that's not true. No, they have. It's like a hotel room. They have the beds. I mean, I, I mean, do you do you always need an extra long bed? I yes. Don't know. Okay, I don't. I don't. I don't get this question often. <laughs> the extra. Are long there bed. first class cabins on these cruises that one can get through you or not? Sure, you can get. Oh, you, can you can get suites. I, I I don't know whether the beds come in longer than right. than other beds. I, I've never. But had there that are coming because cruises. We're always told. I've never been on one. We're always told have pretty cramped space but there are ways around that if you want to if you want to get even more space correct and and, and this look it, it, cruise rooms are tighter than hotel rooms no right. question but they're not that tight and you're, and you're never spending, in them you're never in the room you're never you're in the room never right. that's in the, the room. whole key right. because you're you're getting entertainment all the way what till midnight like you're getting entertainment all day and night there's and there's so much to do day and night and if you just want to lounge around you ain't lounging around in your room you're and, lounging around in the ship itself and you leave you leave almost every day the cruise right. ship you go on excursions correct you're out all the time right um, I mean, we have we have this Iceland cruise coming up, two week Iceland cruise. We've got, I think there's there's no stops on on Shabbos, right. and there's I think eight stops that you're taking. You're going right. to see eight places in Scotland and in Iceland. It's it's a crazy itinerary. It's amazing, and it's affordable. We're making these cruises. That's the key to this whole thing, and, the, and that's that's how I got into this thing. It's how do you how do you give this quality product where you're giving unbelievable food? We're not talking about the the frozen uh, frozen food. No airline, airline food. meals. It's not airline meals. It's fresh. It's duck. It's veal. It's lamb. It's steaks every single night, and it's all fresh. It's amazing, and it's it's affordable. It's affordable. You look at the prices on on our cruises, and you look at what other kosher companies have done in the past where they've where they've raised the prices tremendously you'll see i'm not saying we don't raise it from a regular cruise ship of course we do because it's kosher food but just the same it's affordable and you have mashkichim there on the cruise three mashkichim and, and if, a rabbi and do you do you arrange them in yonim or is that people fend for themselves no like, no we bring oh, a safer torah and you literally you'll announce the times and people will be able to dive in three times a day etc three times a day nice. safer torah every single cruise without exception we have yeah. a we have everything from beginning to end and if someone's on the cruise on Shabbos, they're taken care of. Sure, absolutely. On Shabbos, we have they, the, the cruise ship comes and they tape all your doors, so you don't have any of the electric key wow. problems. They do it by rote. They know. I mean, we instruct them obviously. They know how to they, do it. Right. They know how to do it. Um, they, they, we have a, a Shabbos elevator for people who who, who need it. Otherwise, you take the stairs. Right. Um, everything is completely, completely set. You're completely taken care of from beginning to end. And what is the average price of? I'll give you an example. Uh, which is the one I just said, the uh, the Costa Smeralda. What are we talking about? We're talking about, 
you know, five thousand dollars. We're talking about five hundred dollars. What are we talking about for you a cruise? You can liner? be on the largest, newest cruise ship in the world and eat kosher for a week for under two thousand dollars a person. Under two thousand dollars a person with the kosher food and all the other accommodations. With the kosher food, someone can go 100%. with their with their spouse and spend less than four grand. Hundred percent, hundred percent. In and, and then and, win it back at the casino. Um, that's that's guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed the special offer, special odds at the Smeralda Casino. That's They're giving wild. away the money. You could do that for four grand a couple? Yes. That's what we're doing. Because I'm making it affordable for everybody. Are there because ships that are even less expensive than that? Ships. Or they're all around that. No, I mean Holland America's a little bit more expensive, um, and their cruises are a little bit longer. But um but uh, we're 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 doing this on, on on more with more than one cruise ship, more than one cruise company. I use the Smeralda as an example because they right. are the the newest, largest. It, it's 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 a city, it's and a if, town. And if somebody uh, and and all the couple has to do is get their way to the city where the cruise leaves from. So Correct. it's leaving from Seattle. Just get two flights to Seattle, and and you're set basically. Correct, and we'll help them. One of the things about about my business is that is that we're so customer service oriented that that we will. We'll we'll help you. We'll help you book your flights. We'll help you with your excursions. We'll do excursions ourselves on the Smeralda because we're going through all kind of Jewish heritage sites like Rome. So we're doing excursions. You don't have to book our excursions, but we're doing Jewish heritage excursions on both the Baltic. They have a choice of excursions. Sure, you could you could choose the ones from the cruise ship, but you could also do it through us, and then you're doing it as a group. Um, sometimes we'll do a weekend before or after at the, at the location that we started. Like last year, we did a cruise in Venice, and and we did a Shabbos in Venice. Before everybody went on the cruise to the Greek islands, nice. that's when I had uh, Penny David from Davidman's Homoac sure. bring a whole group um, onto uh, onto onto Venice. We had I think thirty people from Ishul and Boca Raton come with us to Venice. We did a tour of Venice for three days, and then we did um, and then we did a uh, a, uh, a a a cruise for a week through the Greek Isles. Very very cool. All right. So uh, and this cruise schedule. I mean, if, if you if you would take the twelve months of the year, you're offering a total of how many? Because it looks from this, it looks like. You're offering at least I don't know four or five a month. Yeah, I think we're doing twelve cruises a year. Twelve a year. Yeah, I mean there are downtimes and there's there's busier right. times. I guess in- January and the summer are the two most common. January, February, and the summer. Although we have this crazy cruise happening in November where we're going to be hitting Morocco on the cruise, two days in Morocco, but you can sleep on the cruise ship. Right. I mean that's just amazing, and and I mean we've never had a cruise that was able to go to Morocco, so it's hitting France, um, uh, 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 Spain, and Morocco. All right. Uh, we, we've learned a lot this morning, to say the least. Yossi Zablocki is, um, seems to be the uh, the king of kosher, what did we call it on the newsletter? I think we called it kosher getaways. The king okay. of kosher getaways. It's destinations by Yossi Zablocki. You want to go to Orlando for Pesach? He'll take care of you. You want to go on a kosher cruise at some point in 2020? He'll take care of you. And by the way, summer cruises you should book now, right? Absolutely. Do that now. Uh, you want to go to Honors Haven for Pesach? In the next week or two, it's going to sell out, so do that today. right? If you want to go to Honors Haven, call me today. Call Yossi today. And finally, the Hudson Valley Resort. Have you announced, in addition to Ashley have you and Schlockrock, have you announced anything yet, for, yet anything else yet for the Hudson Valley Resort in terms of lecturers and entertainers, or that's going to be coming up? Um, we have stuff listed on the website. I've got a young Kalbach singer, Onik Shemesh, who's going to be doing... Um, we know Onik Shemesh. You know Shemesh? Yeah, wonderful guy. So he's going to be there. He's not just performing. He's going to be staying by us for the for the first uh, four nights. Nice. And he's going to be performing also on uh, on on uh, right after Chag. Right. So he's going to be part of the entertainment. We've got. We, we, you know, we I do programming all day long. The amount of programming not in Orlando. In Orlando, we have Disney World. Right. So that that uh, that takes a little bit off of me right. during the Holomoid days. But in the Catskills, where I don't have Disney World, I'm trying to bring it, but I don't have it there yet. 
I have to program all day long. So the amount of stuff that I put on at the program, nothing, nothing compares. Last year at Honors Haven, I had three Zumba Israeli dance instructors for the ladies. There was Israeli dance, yoga, or aerobics in some form every single hour of the day. Not a single lady was allowed to gain any weight over Pesach eating for nine days because they were forced to do Zumba from morning to night. Three instructors. Who does that? By the way, you're, and this is actually, I believe, a good question. What are you doing with all your Pesach programs this year since outside of Israel it ends Thursday night. Is everyone going home Thursday night, Friday morning? Is that I, what you expect? I have, I have some guests will, but I have Shabbos scheduled at all three hotels. Seriously? I have Shabbos at all three Someone hotels. Someone could add Shabbos to all of them. 100%. And they're doing that. And they're adding Shabbos. In, in, in Orlando, it's very common because people you know, right. can't, the can't fly around. away um, quite as easily. Um, in Hudson Valley, I mean, Honors Haven, I think I already have probably 100 rooms booked for the Shabbos afterwards because I know my clientele already. Um, and in Hudson Valley, we have people that are booking also. And of course, I'm open in Hudson Valley. It's very easy. It's my hotel. Right. So we're open all the time. So of course, we're open the Shabbos afterwards. Will in there fact, be challah that Shabbos? We will have challah. <laughs> we will have challah and we'll have... Leftover matzah. And we'll have, we'll have, we'll have um, non-Pesadic challah. <laughs> that's what we got planned. But people can come even just for Shabbos. If they're not there for Pesach, they can just come because, because, because after... If, if you're not ready, if you've been at a different hotel that's right. not open, because a lot of hotels then, don't have the option. If you're at a different drive hotel on over open, to you. Right. And you don't want to go home. Come to me. Come to me afterwards. And uh, the Shabbos HaGadol, would you be open or not at the Hudson Valley? I'm just Hudson curious. Valley, we are open. You're open Shabbos, Shabbos HaGadol? Shabbos HaGadol, we're open, yes. Yeah, I actually just announced That's that. That's four days before Pesach. I just announced I have three kitchens at the Hudson Valley. And because I have three kitchens and I have complete control over all of them, it's a different ballgame when you own the hotel. You can do whatever you want. I mean, in theory, someone can make an arrangement with, with you to stay the entire two weeks at the hotel from Shabbos HaGadol through to Shabbos after Bezal. That is correct. If they wanted to. That is correct. I don't have any of those reservations yet, but I should start marking that. But I'm saying, that. in theory, someone could do that. Correct. Correct. Because I can cook all week long because it's my hotel. We have three kitchens. One of the kitchens, I'm keeping Chomet's dick until after Shabbos HaGadol. Then we'll quickly kosher it because it's the smaller kitchen. Right. But it's no problem. It's easy for me because it's my hotel. Fascinating conversation, Yossi Zablocki. Fascinating conversation. Information about the Hudson Valley specifically. Uh, what many people knew is the granite, with a beautiful picture, by the way, of the lobby we were talking about, and information about summer, Pesach, groups, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just go to the website, destinations613.com, destinations613.com. Information you can call, 845-794-6000, 845-794-6000, or uh, 1-800-431-1273, 1-800-431-1273. 1273 and if people specifically want to email you they can do that through the site right absolutely simple as that this has been fascinating thank you so much Nahum. it's great. been great reuniting like this and hearing about all your we just assumed that you know once kutras was gone that was it for the full-time catskills hotel i was just biding my time unbelievable <laughs> I was just waiting and the opportunity arose and sure enough you're running with it finally thank god i thank you yossi i thank you too more coming up you're listening to jm in the a.m Thank <laughs> you. 
Been a hapochu done by uh, Myla Cohen here at JM in the AM. Well, that was a fascinating conversation with Yossi Zablocki, to say the least. And uh, yes, I will be rethinking my Pesach plans, and we'll see what happens. But that was really an eye-opener, to say the least, Um, what he's doing with the uh, Catskills. (laughs) You could really say what he's doing with the Catskills in general, but I'll say what he's doing with that specific Catskills hotel. Very, very interesting. Uh, before the uh, before the Milo Cohen selection, you heard uh, Nachas 
with uh, Ani Maman. Yishtabach was in there from Yaakov Shweki. Tuesday morning broadcast with 40 degrees, some showers, and a high temperature of 50. This portion of uh, JM and AM is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman, Abel's and Hyman kosher hot dog, sausage, and deli is the world's best. Simple as that. You know. Could be people who think otherwise. They're wrong. It is the world's best. Serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Try A&H today. Try A&H, Abel's and Hyman today. You'll be glad you did. Hey, our friends at Art Scroll, you know what they're all about. They're all about using the promo code radio. Every time you use the promo code radio site-wide at artscroll.com, it's a 10% discount. But guess what? Right now, this week, the Ein Yaakov Brachos Volume 2 and the Tosfos Brachos Volume Number 2 are available. And if you use the promo code radio at artscroll.com, you get 20% off on those selections. Ein Yaakov Tractate Brachos Volume 2, Tosfos Brachos Volume 2, Use promo code radio, and guess what? You save 20% at artscroll.com. Go to the web, artscroll.com, and take care of your uh, take care of all your needs. And, of course, uh, these two volumes, as we said, gets you 20% off when you use the promo code radio at artscroll.com. Um, uh, tonight, Yeshiva University men's basketball team, they go for their 23rd straight victory. They'll go for 23 tonight on the road. Um, their next and last home game of the regular season is this coming Saturday night before the playoffs begin next week. So we wish good luck to everybody at Yeshiva University's men's basketball team, the Maccabees. Getting ready for a uh, big playoff season, please, God. Hey, don't forget that uh, you got to vote in the Mizrahi election. you got to vote in the, uh, well, to put it more accurately, in the World Zionist Congress election. Go to um, voteoic.org. Go to voteoic.org. Again, voteoic.org. And um, and, uh, and vote for slate number four. You want to vote for slate number four. Voteoic.org. And to vote for slate number four. Listen to Regina asks if Yessi offers entertainment like Jewish concerts, etc. He certainly does. You can get information by going to destination613.com and see who's playing when. Um, what else do we have? Oh, Yitzchak wanted to hear Joey Newcomb. We're having a problem with one of our music sources here. got to get this working properly. So I apologize. He was at a wedding last night, he says, and he saw him perform. Uh, Chaya says, was hoping that uh, Elliot would include the Kushner win in the Wittenberg Wrestling Tournament Finals. Well, congratulations, to the Kushner School. Sorry to make it into the Yeshiva League Sports Update. There's a lot of stuff going on right now, but congratulations. The Wittenberg Tournament is the big tournament when it comes to uh, high school wrestling. And we say congratulations from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, Shalshelis is next at JM in the AM. Oh, 
Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web and AlchemSingle.com and the AlchemSingle Network. And of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JMNAM. My thanks to Yossi Zablocki. My thanks to Elliot Weiselberg. My thanks to all of you for tuning in. 
on this Tuesday. Plenty more tomorrow between 6 and 9, full day today, including coming up next on JM Rewind, our interviews with our guests from a time who were in studio last week. Mazel tov again going out to uh, Shlomo Friedman and Shana Gittel Fromer. The wedding was last night. Mazel tov to Matis and Devorah Friedman and the entire family from all of us here at JM in the AM. It was a beautiful celebration with the Aaron Tadabam Orchestra and Ohad and Shmuel Younger and Yisrael Lamb. It was really an incredible and wonderful wedding. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.